I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Tom Lucy Plus One, uh, the podcast. My name is Tom Lucy. I'm 21 years old, and I'm a stand-up comedian. And uh, I'm recording this backstage at a sweltering hot Latitude festival. Uh, I'm going on stage in about an hour to perform to a few thousand hot, sweaty, middle-class, countryside folk. Um, what better way to spend a Saturday afternoon? <laughs> this episode is the first time that we've actually had two guests on the show, sort of changing the name of the podcast. But um, I'm talking to Ferris and Sylvester, who are a brilliant uh, and highly tipped musical duo. Uh, I've known Izzy for a long time, actually. We went to school together and uh, I think they're so good and they're already doing amazingly well and they are very much on the way up in the music business. So uh, I went round to their flat in South London and we had a chat and here it is, my chat with the brilliant Ferris and Sylvester. Yeah, you spend a lot of... When you talk with someone, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the same with music. I think maybe you're a bit more separated, but you spend yeah. a lot of time with whoever you're touring with. Yeah, it, it, we're much much more separated if you're touring with somebody. Yeah. Um, if you're lucky, you get you, if they have a big tour bus and there's space. Yeah. They might let you on, but um, we end up touring separately. We're mm. just uh, it's just the two of us in the car most of the time. Yeah. And that is that has its own challenges. <laughs> I've heard story about stories about musicians who support people and they never meet them. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. And they, and they go on, do their stuff, come off, and they're not allowed near whoever they're oh, supporting. We, we've had that. We, George we, Ezra, we did meet, but George his, is a really good guy. His actually. we weren't allowed anywhere near his dressing room. What you were told that, or his his dressing room was like on the other side of the building. Yeah, well, no, he, he didn't. He didn't say that. No, no, that's we not were, his choice. But it, we went to the, when we when we supported George Ezra, we went to the after party. Yeah, and. He made a point of founding us and saying thank you so much for, yeah, for, really for nice. playing. He was a good guy. Really yeah, nice yeah, guy. he's a nice guy. But some um, people you I'm don't sure meet. Some people just don't meet. It doesn't mean they're wankers. Yeah, we, is that really, is a, I've heard a really funny story about J- Jesse Ware. Did Jesse Ware? Yeah. 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 She um, was asked to sing on stage at the O2 with Nicki Minaj. I, oh, I think God. it was her. Someone <laughs> like that. And uh, they'd never met before and... Nicki Minaj's manager just asked Jesse Ware's manager, "Would can Jesse come on and sing this song with her at her show at the O2?" So Jesse arrived, uh, didn't meet Nicki oh before the gig. Was in the dressing room, really far away, and someone kept coming in and saying, "So you'll be on at nine thirty-seven. That's okay." And she was like, "Yeah, I'm, are we gonna? I'm gonna chat practice. about the song with Nicki or practice?" And they were like, "No, no, you, you've got the lyrics right. You'll be fine." So she, so she went on, and the first time she met Nicki Minaj oh, was off stage at the O2 Arena. And then afterwards she came on, and she didn't that. even talk to her afterwards. Oh my god, that's shit. So the only time shit. she ever spent with her was those three minutes on oh, stage. Oh, the stage. How did they decide who was going to sing what? I guess it was all pretty good. Nicki Minaj is like a, she's a rapper, isn't she? Really? Yeah. Right, so, yeah, so I guess. Yeah, they're very different. I don't really know how that works. No, but James Blunt we didn't meet, Gary Barlow we didn't meet. Oh, how was the James, that was at the Chelsea Hospital? It was great. Oh, wow. I, I he was hilarious. He he went. Uh, he did his encore, and during his encore, his kids and his wife and all his mates were getting into like a massive car. Yeah. He did his last song. Literally ran off the stage into the car. Bye. Like it's very showbiz, isn't it? Very yeah. showbiz. Very yeah. so. Is he? We could have interrupted him uh, when he came off the stage because we we could like, we could get backstage. Yeah. But um. Izzy was sitting there, Izzy was trying to get me to sit there to like go literally grab him. No, not grab him, just say hello, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> not to grab him. Yeah, he's only small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pick him up. Give who's him a who's yeah, the James. best person that you guys, because you've supported a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. Who's the best person you've supported? I um, don't know, like in terms of gig or like the person. <laughs> like the best fun you've had supporting someone. The best fun oh, was probably Justin Azuka. Yeah, Robert Plant was funny. Got, that was funny. When we supported Robert Plant, um, yeah. that was at the Bath uh, Fest about uh, six weeks ago. And it was, yeah. it was, um, oh, you can turn off. Uh, no, it was funny because um, <laughs> it was it was a good day for us because um, Bath is, is local to where to where I grew up. Yeah. So, my, so my whole family were there. And it was it's at the Rick, which is the rugby ground. And um, believe it or not, I actually used to play rugby when I was much younger. And the only time I've ever, I'd ever been to the wreck was in the final of the Somerset Under 18s uh, Cup, playing, yeah. playing, for, playing for Wellington Rugby Club. And we were winning, and, and, um, and then I got sent off for 10 minutes to go, and, and we lost. So that's the only. That so you've was, got bad memories of yeah, the wreck. Yeah, and that's that was pretty much the end of my. Did you have a flashback on stage? Yeah, well, I said on stage. This is this is the first time I've been back. So hopefully. So I shouted, "Fuck off, ref!" So I, I said, uh, <laughs> "Hopefully there's no red cards around." And uh, yeah. some bloke in the audience, so I was wearing a red suit, and he went, "Yeah, there is your red suit." <laughs> so, Oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> but um, so we were back. So we were backstage, and my whole fam- family was there, and just having a drink. It's a really lovely day, and our manager arranged for us to meet Robert Plant. Oh wow! Um, which was really cool. So he came. He came into our dressing room on, on his way to the stage, and um, we had a we had a quick chat with him. He was a lovely bloke. Really didn't need to come in and say hello to us, but you know, it, yeah. ma- it made it really made our day, and then. Um, my dad and my uncle um, were in um, were in the dressing room. They were kind of around yeah. the corner, so they'd heard that Robert Plant was going to come in. And bearing in mind that for, for, for them, and for us, but, but more definitely for them, Robert Plant is an idol. He is yeah. sort of the consummate rock star. And I thought that they would be cool if Robert Plant was in the room. And... He came, they both came around the corner and completely lost their shit that Robert Plant <laughs> was in the room. I, I, I was, it was actually really funny. Like you always, That's uh, quite nice that you got to 
give that to your dad though, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah um, it was really nice, except then, um, so dad's sort of, I don't know, normally he's just the most chilled out bloke ever, take him wherever, but Robert Plant, it was, it was maybe just too a little much. bit too much. And um, <laughs> he goes, uh, so Robert Plant is a big Wolves fan. Um, yeah. So my dad is a football fan. He's a Crystal Palace fan, and Wolves just just got promoted to the Premier League this season. Yeah. And uh, so my dad saw that that was his opportunity to talk to Robert Plant about Wolves, and he goes, <laughs> and he said, uh, sort of heckling from the other side of the room, "Oi, Robert, thanks for thank you give, <laughs> give, giving us uh, no, not Robert. Oi, Planty, give, oh, giving, no. giving us uh, six six points <laughs> next <Planty>. season." <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. And then uh, well, I'm surprised your dad wasn't like shocked or yeah, gets taken out by something. Well, he would have. He nearly probably would have been uh, if he carried on. And then he goes. Robert Plant goes. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, Palace did quite well this season, uh, but that's only because that old bastard manager you've got. And my dad goes. <laughs> my dad goes. Oh yeah. Well, you old bastard. Yeah. Well, you better fucking get yourself together because you've got to go stage on in a minute. <laughs> So my dad called Robert Plant an old bastard, um, and Robert Plant made his way out of the room. That's not great. Too, too long after that. So Never let your parents backstage ever. No. No, no. I learned that quite early on. <laughs> my my parents are so desperate. I don't know what they think. Ha- nothing interesting really happens backstage. No. Desperate to come backstage. Oh my yeah. god! Yesterday at BST, I was like, bear, okay, so bearing mind that story is about. Greg, uh, Archie's dad and brother, yeah. who were really good fun. Yeah. Um, and we were like, oh God, you know, that was quite funny, but maybe we should maybe we should tone it down next time. And then yesterday at BSC, Archie, I was like, Archie, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just I'm just swapping my artist wristband with with my uncle, and dad, so they can get backstage. I was like, for God's sake, what's wrong with you guys? Like, we're gonna get chucked out of here in a second because that's just like. Amazing. wristband swapping and then the um she <laughs> just whenever, tightened it on whenever you get like, a wristband never put it on too tight just have it as loose as possible yeah, so that you can take tip. it so you can take it off and give it to somebody yeah. if you need to don't I, obviously no promoters are going to be listening to this yeah uh, so I so I did that and then <laughs> so we were sitting having lunch and I I, <clears throat> I took mine off and gave it to my uncle and I gave it to my dad to give to my uncle so he could come into the backstage area like you say there wasn't really anything to see but we were we were right next door to Carlos Santana's caravan so that was cool um like some sort of weird dreamless yeah yeah um yeah Steve Winwood was over there Eric Clapton was over there Santana was over there they're just yeah. caravans with their names on don't yeah, know if yeah, yeah. Inside. but that was cool for my uncle and my dad to see so um I said to dad um, give give this to to, to Faye who's my uncle um, just make sure he doesn't tighten it because I need to get it back yeah so goes, yeah yeah okay gives it to Faye apparently he goes don't and Faye Faye's already <laughs> tightened it don't t- oh. <laughs> tightened it like really tight on his fucking wrist yeah and then he and then he came in he's like oh yeah um, sorry about that uh, <laughs> he, he was is he had a sense of humour failure? I did because I was like, for God's sake, it's always always the parents. My mum, like, we came off stage, and um, the guys were like, right, guys, um, because because we don't have a tour manager or anything, we kind of because it's yeah. just the two of us, and we're quite fast at getting all our gear kind of sorted. Yeah. And so for now, it, it kind of works out just the two of us and uh, whatever managers there that day. But um, like I was, the guys were like, come on, let's get get your stuff off. It's a quick changeover. And my mum shouted across the stage like. Is he? Oh my God! Is he coming over here? Coming here? <laughs> Floods of tears, like trying to get backstage no. without a wristband. I was like, Oh my God! Like, it's great. But I love it's it. Great, I love though. it. Yeah, it's my, my dad last year. I did latitude last year, and my mum and dad came just for the day I was doing, and I came. I, I think I was on at like three o'clock in the afternoon, and I came off, and I was sitting in this little like shitty little trailer that they give the comedians it's like much worse than the musicians <laughs> um, and I was sitting in there and my dad the door just swung open and my dad just walked in he was like that was great I was like how the, how the fuck did you get it and he was like Cause how there's, are like, you here? there's like three levels of security to get into the not even to get backstage but to get into the area where the trailers are is like three levels of security and you need two wristbands what you did you just say the warmest one and a backstage one I'm Tom's dad and, he, and I said, how the fuck did you get in here? And he said, I just told them I was your manager and everybody let me through. 
but he looks very. My dad looks. He's very good at lying, and he also looks like the sort of man who would work. He looks quite official. That's good. So I can imagine if he walked up to security and was really confident, they would be like, "Oh, okay." You see, my dad was yesterday was sporting um, a Ferris and Sylvester T-shirt <laughs> and a cap worn backwards to protect his neck from sunburn. Like one of those mental fans that was going to hurt you. I I actually saw <laughs> yeah. I actually saw your dad when we when we were on stage, and I didn't realise it was him at first. I was like. There's a bloke wearing a cap backwards and a Ferris and Sylvester t-shirt. He's a... My uncle, the the first night of the Jack Whitehall tour when I was doing support, the first night in Brighton, I was really nervous. My uncle came to watch and I came out on stage and it was like a big gig and it was the first night and I I I said hello and my uncle from about the fifth row went, where's Jack? (laughs) (laughs) You're heckling me at my first... He thought it'd be funny to shout, where's Jack? And I was like, I, I, can't, I can't understand why you think that's acceptable. No. And, he, oh, and then he started no. like, cracked up laughing with my auntie. Oh, they thought God. that was hilarious. Yeah, we've been, yeah, we've been heckled by family as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I think it, uh, they all find it really <laughs> funny. That who's is really that? Good. Yeah. Who's this imposter? Who's this prick? <laughs> I paid for you. <laughs> And oh every, everybody around him obviously had no idea that. No, was and because it's my uncle, I didn't even like say anything back because I'm not. I'm not going to have a chat with my uncle. No, no. So I just ignored it, and it looked like I was such an amateur because I someone shouted, "Where's Jack?" And I just ploughed on. <laughs> my, my favorite, my favorite thing when we came and saw saw you at Top Secret was um, when you were talking. You were talking to this uh, to someone in the audience who was who was like not playing ball, mm. and he was really annoying. And his friend, but his friend was a bit better. And then um, every time you you looked at them, I was in your eye line, and I was suddenly one of those people. I was like, Tom, hi, I'm here. Hello. You're so good. <laughs> trying to catch your eye, and I was like, I hate it when people do that when I'm on stage. Uh, and I became one of those people. Do I was you like, find when when family and friends come? I mean, I, I guess it's a big crowd, so you might not. But do you, if you see someone you know in the audience, does it does it put you off? I spot them instantly. Yeah. Instantly. I don't know how or why, mm. but I can always when we're in a big crowd, I'm always aware of Even where they like are. a big festival or something, you yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like James Blunt yeah. was what like I didn't see them at Gary Barlow, but James Blunt was six thousand people. Yeah. And I knew where they were instantly. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. They're all there. Yeah, they are, he's got and they're Ferris <laughs> I think you just, especially like my my sister's amazing and, and she always will shout the loudest, whoop the loudest. Yeah. Um, and so I can always tell where they are, I think, based on that, because based on her chin. I think people think it, people think it's supportive to sit on the front. That mm. when, when they come and watch me, they think they're helping me by sitting on the front and being really, like, enthusiastic. <laughs> to go, go, go to the back. Yeah. I don't want to see you. Yeah. I preferably don't come, but if you're going to come, <laughs> sit at the back. Don't don't be in my eye line. My dad yeah. moves around. Yeah, yeah he Whereas does. Whereas a standing gig, um, he'll be over there. Oh, yeah. oh there's my dad in, in his hat. And then... Um, in his first and Sylvester hat. <laughs> so he had a straw, a straw hat on yesterday. Okay. Uh, and, a, and a Hawaiian shirt. Was, he yeah. sounds great. Yeah. And bright just, green shorts. What a guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. strong dad wear, that, that is. Um, and he... And then he, but he moves around and he'll be over there one minute and yeah. right at the front. I, I don't know why he just doesn't stand still. But, you know, take, take the piss, but it's fantastic that, that, that they want to come and support. The, yeah. you know, this summer sometimes. this summer has actually just been the best summer of, of yeah. my life, I think your life, because it's like, I don't know, if you didn't have your family and friends there to kind of have a laugh with you afterwards and come along and suddenly it's like a big yeah, day out and everyone's an call, calling, <laughs> heckling <laughs> all the acts and... <laughs> But it, it suddenly becomes something that is just like yeah. everyone enjoys and yeah. everyone can be a part of and like that if if we didn't have that then it would be it wouldn't be as good. Yeah, you guys have like a crazy summer. I saw some of the dates on your you're like going all over the place. Yeah, it's yeah. busy. It's yeah. but that's exactly I mean, that's exactly how we want it to be. In fact we would you know, we we're going off to Scotland tomorrow and we've been moaning about oh, we've got to get out there and the football's going to be on and I'm going to miss it and all of this. And then we were like, yeah. actually, this time last year, we were really down in the dumps, had no team, had no no one interested, couldn't really no get t-shirts. many... No T-shirts. Yeah. No, no dads <laughs> whooping in the back. Um, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, hang on, you've got to have some perspective. Like, we're moaning, yeah. we're moaning about 
a drive up to play to thousands of people like you yeah. kind of got to you know appreciate appreciate it because it is mental for us like that's yeah. huge um, was that is that was there like a moment do you remember like a moment when things started to go well was there like one thing that started it all or was it like a really it's, gradual it's we, funny because it still feels like we're just sort of um just running in sand most of the time yeah and that there, there there isn't well certainly for me it doesn't feel like there's there's a moment where it suddenly started to go well it still it, feels like we're we're running to stand still kind of thing yeah but I guess yeah, if you just look at our summer, like as you said last time, we had we had barely anything. So um, I think that's a good attitude, though. Yeah, I yeah. Think that's, the worst thing to... you could do would be like, yeah, we've made it. We've been. It wouldn't last very long if you were like that. No. I think I think in some right. ways though, it is a it's like it's a problem that we have as a as a pair because we we're never kind of happy with where yeah. we are and I think <laughs> that happy. well no we are and, so, and sometimes we'll be like the happiest person ever no yeah. no oh, no sure. what? but sometimes I'll be like right Arch we need to go and have a beer and celebrate yeah. whatever tiny milestone yeah. it seems like we've crossed or you know because it does feel big and then you put it into perspective and then you're like okay it's not that big but you know the first time we got on a Spotify playlist or the first time we yeah. supported someone big yeah. the first time we played to not our parents or you know yeah. Uh, they're all like tiny milestones and even though it feels like there's such a long way to go sometimes it is just like look okay we're gonna put the work away and we've got to go and actually take a second before it's hard to do yeah it's really hard you you probably get it as well yeah but because you're in it you're like at the center of it it's quite hard to get perspective on it and really it's only hard. like your family and friends who are like, oh, you're doing so well. Because mm. you're in the middle of it, you don't really realise. But you must get it a lot as well because because of the people that you support and the kind of shows you're doing, like the, you know, the big shows and, you know, you're, get, you're getting TV yeah. um, coverage and, you know, that's amazing. But it still feels like there's like, it's like, guys, no, this is just like the start. Yeah, but that's what you were saying about like family and when they sort of go actually this is like, you just, just stop for a second. Mm. This is amazing. Mm. And, you know, that's really good, I think. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, we still go and play at Spiritual Bar, which is where we met. And, yeah. In the little bar up in Camden. Yeah, yeah. Where we play with a lot of our mates and, you know, pe- people who haven't really been discovered yet who are so talented. The talent in that place is ridiculous. And there's no other venue that just is alive because of of talent, you know. It's, that's, it's all yeah. free to get yeah. in, you know. People can just go and watch the music. But we always go back there because it's like... They're yeah. always the best shows. Come back as like returning heroes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. no, we don't. No one gives a shit. We just, we just. That's are, nice though, isn't we're it? We just Archie and Izzy. Just yeah. like, oh fucking hell, they've come back here again. I thought we playing got, more I of those shit songs. Thought we got rid of them. <laughs> What's it like? Because I want to ask you about how, without wishing to make this like a couples therapy session. <laughs> what, what's it like working to, as a couple together all the time? It's, Mad. It's really. I would imagine it's quite hard. intense. It's yeah, that's so it. Mad. Intense. It's fucking. Amazing and yeah. really, really, really difficult as well. Yeah. So hard. We're it's both like... really stubborn. Like, we make no... Um, we don't try and make out like we're this, like, perfect... The, the, all of the sort of... Um, the, the, um, the politeness that you have when you first meet somebody. Or yeah, that that's you, all that gone. You're supposed to have <laughs> as a sort of human being in a social environment, you know, just yeah. uh, please and thank you. And just being generally, re- generally reasonable... Yeah. That's just all gone out of the window now. The way yeah. we communicate, we're just like Neanderthals. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to turn into children. Like, well, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, I do. Well, I do. Well, yeah. I do. And then but, that is going on for ages. But what I would say, and um, this is where we'll probably disagree on this as well, but I see it as kind of a good thing in a way. <laughs> yeah. But hear me out. Because, you know, when, when you're songwriting, for instance, you know, that, and that for us is like the biggest part of it. Because if you don't have the songs, then you're just basically making noise so yeah the songs is it's, it's a really important thing for us to get that right and we produce in our house and but before we even get to that stage it just it goes back and forth between us all the time from that lyric there or that word or that guitar part or no the chorus shouldn't go there and everything is argued about yeah. because we come at it from different angles we're not similar in any way to how we write and how we create stuff so it's literally coming at it from two opposite side yeah but what that does is that then when we have a final song or whatever whatever comes out it is so thought through yeah. and and meaty and um every every has idea, lots of layers yeah every idea has gone in well i don't know it, it maybe 
sometimes it works. Uh, I, we'll see. But um, what the songs do have is every idea that actually makes it into the song has had to struggle <laughs> yeah. to get in there. And it's had an Tough argument, crowd. you know. And so when it is in the song, it is the best idea that we could come up with together. Yeah. Because maybe Izzy will say something once and um, so we both have a, an idea for a different part of a song and it'd be a completely different idea. It's amazing how many times you've written songs, I'll have an idea that I'll just, I'll, I'm like, this is just the obvious thing to do. This is what it has to do. And then Izzy will have the exact opposite idea. <laughs> and then it's like, oh my God, yeah, yeah. how can you think? And then, um, but that's how it goes every time. So eventually when... When we made the decision, it's difficult sometimes. If I've had a, an idea and you've gone, this is it, this is it, and then Izzy's had an idea, and I'm like, fucking bitch, that's better than my idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And then you have to sort of go. Ugh. Well, that's okay, the thing. You kind better. of you you do but have you need to swallow to be your more pride. Up about it. We do. Sometimes I know I know these two guys who write um, comedy together, and they're like a writing duo. And yeah. they have this rule when they write together that if if either one of them doesn't like anything, it's gone. They don't. They never have something that one likes and one doesn't. If if well, one of them doesn't like it, they get rid of it. Yeah. So everything yeah. they're left with, they both really like. That is good. I mean, I think we yeah. do we do that in the in, in a roundabout way. When we finish the song, we both we both like it. Yeah. Um, but that's hard though if you really like an idea and you and then you've got to get rid of it. Oh yeah, but I also think um, because songwriting is so personal, you know, if if, yeah. if Archie was to write some lyrics or I was to write some lyrics, or you know, music is also personal, but lyrics, you know, and and if if you feel like something really needs to be in there, but because yeah. you're so into it, yeah, and you're so involved. And if someone goes, no, that's, you know, she's like, no, that line's rubbish. I'm like, no, that line is everything. That's everything to the meaning. Yeah. And you you do have to step away from it. You can't get too attached to things because, yeah. as you say, you know, you've both got to make the decision as to whether it works because it's a joint project, you know. Mm. Um, but, I mean, there, there is so much about it that's complicated and there's so much arguing to be done. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like... You know, I don't even remember the arguments. They're not big. Yeah. They're not like... But I, but I kind of think that... I don't know much about this, but I, I would imagine that part of your appeal to people is that they think it's really sweet that you are actually a couple. Do people say that to you? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's sweet. I think um, <laughs> it's... Because uh... I know a lot of people like who would think, oh, that's actually really, they're actually... They're not just working, they are actually... They have something different to it. Yeah. I guess it's sweet, yeah. but I, I would hope that uh, people might relate to it because if they've been in a relationship, they know that it's actually not easy all yeah. the time and yeah. that you, you do have to work at things. Uh, and maybe, yeah, or maybe, maybe they just think it's sweet. If they do, <laughs> let's, let's but keep But there's so many, like, you know, like that time, that girl band, they yeah. sisters. Yeah, yeah that's love great. their sisters. Yeah, you're if right. If they weren't yeah. sisters, I don't think they would have the same kind of... Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, I, first aid kit, their sisters. I do yeah. think I do think though that there's something about being really honest. You know that the fact that it isn't perfect. You know we've never yeah. made out like we're a perfect couple. We've never made out like we're perfect people. Yeah. I think the moment you try and do that, people lose lose sight of it because it's not it, it's not real, and people can always always it. tell yeah. Yeah, when yeah. something isn't genuine. And yeah. so, even though there are bits, you know, we're very flawed in our in lots of different ways, as a mm. band, as people, you know, two people for other people to work with, you know, at least it's honest and real, you know. It's, it's, yeah. it's not a fairy tale, definitely <laughs> not. It's not ha- like um, Cinderella and the and the handsome prince or what? What's that story going? Yeah, on? No. yeah. Cinderella yeah. and the handsome. Well, I think you confused the story. What the hell is that? What was the Cinderella story? Cinderella, full stop. Yeah. Where's the handsome prince? <laughs> but there's a there's a fellow in the story, isn't there? There is a fellow in the story. Cinderella yeah. Yeah. She, she and the loses, She loses her slipper, and You're right, yeah. the bloke finds it. Geezer finds it. Yeah, and he tries to put it on the ugly sister's feet, and they have two big feet. Which <laughs> you wouldn't be Cinderella because Izzy has massive plates. I do. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was unnecessary. You see, we're having an argument. See, now we're getting into it, aren't we? I do. I yeah. do. You have get. A you're bringing it out of us now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's not a fairy tale, and it's definitely not Cinderella. Are there, are there bands that you look at and think, uh, 
you know, I mean, this is like a really kind of lazy one to suggest, but like Fleetwood Mac or something like mm. that. Do you look at people like that and think, what's the sort of way? We look at them and love their music, but hope that we don't end up being yeah, quite that's as incestuous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, in terms of, obviously, there's loads of people that are really inspiring. You know, if, if you look at their music, it's like, oh, we love that music, we love that music. But in terms of people and their careers and... and yeah. And yeah, I think, I don't know, there are loads of people, but not just in music, like mm. successful writers and actors and people who have created stuff and um, are still, you know, all right and yeah. liking whoever they're working with. I mean, We're that's like, something to be said. Yeah. Yeah, true. But when you're writing stuff, do you listen to a lot of other people's yeah, music? Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's that's, that's um, one of the most important parts of songwriting. And yeah. I, that is something I think we agree on. Yeah, yeah. Is that... Um, to, to, to write and to continue to be inspired, you have to continue to look for new music, music you've never yeah. heard before. Yeah. Take different inspirations, you know, listen to, oh, okay, I've never heard a song that's written about this subject or the, the way that they use the lyrics here is really interesting. I've never thought of doing that. Or even something as simple as a drum sound. You go, yeah. wow, I love that drum sound. How did they do that? And um, that, could, that could be inspiring. So, yeah, and... It's really important, just and new music, but also it doesn't have to be new music, but music that's new to you, yeah. music that you've not heard before. Just you keep listening to the same, the same music that you've always listened to. Yeah. Then I think you 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 become stale as a songwriter. Mm. But also, I think it's in 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 terms of being inspired. You know, there are so many um, new acts and up and coming bands who are doing really really well, and. Um, some of it is some of it is completely based on songwriting and some of it isn't and i think for us we're always like we want to have the the better songs that's yeah. always been for us it has to be about that you know yeah. you don't want to water it down you don't want to you know kind of make it appropriate for that radio or or that you know audience or whatever yeah. kind of and that can happen nowadays, you know. Because but is that, do you get pressure from the people around yeah. you to do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, you to write a song that will work for this, or... I guess that's what managers want and agents want. Well, to be honest, our, our management is are all about just write the best fucking songs. Cause, yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's it. That's, yeah, that's yeah. how everyone's going to be... get success here. It's just... And, and I think that's why it's always worked with us, because we, we feel the same, and that should never be compromised, yeah. you know. Yeah, we'd be um, lucky that they don't say go and write a song for for Radio One or Radio Two. Yeah, I guess there are a lot of music managers who are like that. Well, yeah. they get you to dress a certain way and all that uh, stuff. We, yeah, we we sometimes think about what we wear. Mark was giving me some stick for wearing shorts on stage really? yesterday. That is a bugbear of mine, actually, shorts on stage. But it was like thirty five degrees, so I was like, oh, you, get well, those knees like out. Outdoor festival. Yeah, I suppose that's all right. I get, I get, I had a go at a comic the other day who went on stage in shorts. It's <laughs> like, so honestly. Well, in the, in the, that's a bit different in the outdoor Outdoor, festival. I'd never worn shorts on stage because I agree, I don't want anybody to be offended by my knobbly knees <laughs> and skinny, skinny ankles. Yeah. Um, but I, we got to a festival on Friday and I was wearing jeans and I got out of the car and just went, I can't. Can't do this. Yeah, yeah. It's too. It's too hot. I'm On Friday, we actually so. had we we actually had to come clean with the audience. It was only a twenty minute set, and it was a barn on the farm, which is in this beautiful, beautiful yeah. wooden barn. But it was, it was so hot. Yeah. And uh, two songs in, we were like, we are drowning in sweat up here. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry for you guys. I'm sorry yeah. for everyone involved. Don't come and hug us at the end. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Because you just kind of have to laugh about it. Because it was just so hot, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, it's we're going to die. At Edinburgh Festival last year, the, the venue I had was so hot every night. And it wasn't that big, so the audience were quite close to you. And by about 45 minutes, I, I could see people in the front sort of looking at how sweaty. <laughs> like, it was distracting people how much I was sweating. I think you have to do this. <laughs> not ideal. Do you have a towel on stage? No, I mean, I should. You need one. Yeah, you I, need that's the way you just... You, you you got to get rid of it. you just got to yeah. go, excuse me, audience, I'm just going to wipe my brow. <laughs> it's quite, I guess, in between a song, you can just go and wipe your face. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to. But yeah. even with that, like the sweating, it's, it, it all kind of comes down to the same thing. I think that it can be really easy to go, you know, wear this, write this, make sure you you look yeah 
nice and polished, which obviously, you know, in terms of the, the songs and how you play them, it should always be, you know, as good as they can be. But I think in terms of every everything else, I think the reason why, you know, Heim have worked so well and a lot of acts have worked really well is because they're just really real. I, yeah. And that has always been, to me, it's like, you know, when someone says, oh, yeah, but that song, maybe it would be better if it were, you know, I don't know, cleaner or whatever. And actually it's just like, mm, keep... Yeah. Keep, keep keep that part that is a bit of a question mark or people re- can relate to in some way. You know? I think if you like, I think that's kind of changed in the last few. Because if you look at like, the biggest music music artists in the world, yeah, Ed Sheeran, Adele, <laughs> they're not like perfect looking people. Or, or no. have got... you heard the story about Adele going out, um, <laughs> going out to get some milk and a poncho? No. It literally makes me laugh so much. Oh, with the, she the told on, Yeah, she yeah, told yeah, on the talk yeah. show, and I was like, you're, you're amazing. The fact that you're like the biggest pop star in the world, and she went outside without any underwear on, and the gust of yeah. wind came, and she um, but I think showed everyone what, her, her yeah. full, like, no pants, full oh, vagina. At bus stop. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just wow. think, like, but that's why, you know, Didn't people you? love you, because you write what's real. I, and, think, you're, and I think you're right when audiences see through. If you're just, like, a made-up, character and you're not real they just see straight through that yeah and we're like this person that's not who they are well whenever yeah. i've like had my makeup done for instance yeah everyone you know not just the team but like people have been like you know why 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 did you do that oh is that what do you not wear makeup on stage i do i do yeah. but i a couple of times i've kind of really really tried um yeah and or someone's done my makeup for me and i always just look un. I, I, I don't know, I kind of look, my face does not suit makeup. It, I look like a clown. I, I genuinely look like a clown. Archie came in, Archie came in one night and was like, what the hell has happened? And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh no, no, it's like, th- this is how like all the girls do it. This is how like, you know, yeah. this is like Kylie Jenner. I look just like her. And it's like, obviously I don't. And, <laughs> you know. But that's I, what people love though, isn't it? That you're not, what, you know, the stuff, stuff that makes you different, I guess is what people like. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of yeah. that's kind of the point, and that's why, um, as you say, so many acts. There's actually a, a guy called um, Lewis Capaldi who I I I think he's he's a great example. He's kind of like blown up in the last year, and um, you know we look at lots of up and coming acts who are doing really really well. But he's the one who's who seems to have just really, really kind of gone ahead of everybody else, and he's like a slightly chubby guy from Scotland. Yeah, and really funny but quite awkward online. Um, doesn't make out like he's like the most perfect person ever. He talks about how good the food is on tour. Yeah. Like yeah. when he went on tour with Sam Smith, he's like the food yeah. is amazing. And I just think people are just like food yes, food was good, wasn't it? Yeah. But people, but people like that. That's what people grasp onto. Yeah. And it also ha- happens that he writes and sings really good songs. Yeah. But that his personality is just like completely. Um, yeah. I think it's more important nowadays as well. Mm. If you think back to like how music used to be. Like Sinatra and mm. people knew nothing about Sinatra, like at yeah. all. Freddie Mercury, my dad's yeah. idol is Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I'm sure if he met Freddie Mercury, yeah. it would be a bit weird because you don't, you know, obviously he's not, he's not how he's on stage the whole time. Yeah, but because there's there's the media and you know online is, is such a massive part. Of yeah, especially music, you know, it's not like you could you know imagine Freddie Mercury Instagram story. Exactly, but if you think about that, like, what, like if, if Twitter was around when Sinatra was, like, what would he be tweeting? He'd have, he'd have to tweet something, because you have to. He would. It's just weird to think about how yeah. it's all changed now. Yeah. You it's, have to have a presence on those things now. You do. It's, it's, it's harder. It's actually harder, but that's probably why people like Ed Sheeran and Adele, who you say, like, probably more down-to-earth, or certainly more um, believable, as yeah. the fact that they're just who they are yeah um and more popular than 30 years ago 40 years ago because because of the internet and social media you do know stuff about your favorite artists that you wouldn't have known about i mean Jimi hendrix he is but then it was all it was about um the sort of enigma and yeah and you you believed in the story, right? Yeah. They're all they're all just real people, yeah. fantastic people. But um, they all sort of got up in the morning and went for a poo and just like. <laughs> <What> else <laughs> <does>. <laughs> so that's kind of like what. Do I you do, ever think about that? Like no, but Jimmy I, Hendrix. I really like uh, I this as much as you know. You have to be on Twitter and all this stuff. 
I, I still, you know, really like when you don't know about people. Me too. Like, Me too. Like I think someone was saying the other day about, um, they were talking about Harry Styles and they were saying that he's so famous but no one really knows. He's, I think he deliberately has made a decision to be quite... Yeah. He's not really on there, and you don't, people don't know much about him, but he's the biggest star in the world, mm. and that's really unusual. Mm. I think there's a, you know, there's, I, I think this is the same in any industry, but in, in music, now that we're kind of really in, in it, yeah. Yeah. you see that there's so many stages to success, and, yeah. you know, where we are, and for many years to come where we are, I suspect, yeah. there are there are certain things that you do have to do, and... Yeah. um because of because of what people want nowadays. Yeah. But you're right. When when you get lightning years ahead, when you're like Harry Styles or when yeah. you are, you know, um, Nicki Minaj and stuff, you yeah. you kind of it is really different. But you, yeah, it just goes to show that there are just so many like little stages. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of like really successful musicians, and I think of like I don't know, um, someone who's done really well, like Maggie Rogers, who I'm gonna. We're going to go and see in August at Coco, and she's done two yeah, solo nights. Are you? Yeah. See you there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, fine. so I'm like, yeah, God, she's so successful. You know, she's doing so well. And yeah. I'm like, you know, that's, she is doing amazingly well. She's coming to the UK and selling out two nights at Coco. But then you've got, you know, like yeah. Ed Sheeran, who's just like, yeah, you've got, yeah. It's just mad. It's yeah. absolutely mad how, how different acts. I think it's great, actually. But, you know, you've got so many di- varying degrees of, what people perceive as success mm. and you know i think that's individual to each individual person and, and each act but it's it's mad because i don't know it's just when when is anyone ever going to feel successful is it when you're it, playing like that or? yeah you just drive yourself mad if you think like that though if mm. you if you're you obviously you want to be ambitious but if you're saying if I'm not Ed Sheeran, I'm going to be unhappy. Well, exactly. <laughs> that, you're just going to go mental because... Absolutely mental. You wouldn't enjoy selling yeah. out amazing venues. And you're playing like Brixton Academy, but you're like, why aren't I doing the O2? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's amazing that you're doing... You know, you've got to... Yeah, exactly. Some kind of... It's tough. There's like, it's a, um, it, apparently, it's quite common that um, when people who have become successful and they've yeah. always sort of had, a, had that goal... The nearer they get to that goal, the less it kind of means to them, and the yeah. less happy they are that about achieving it. And then you know, when you get there, you thought that you'd be happy, yeah, and yeah. you actually get there, and um, you're not because you want the next. You're thing. even more miserable because yeah. you thought that would make you happy, and it hasn't. Yeah, so but you're I, even more miserable. It's tough though. It's tough because I think that um, in order to get to I don't know with Ed Sheeran's level or even. You know, below Ed Sheeran, but doing really well. You have to have the mentality that you always want to take the next step, next step, next step, and you've got you've got to be fucking driven. Yeah. But there has to be a line, mm. um, where where you go, yeah, okay, actually, let's should we let's take the weekend off and yeah. just look what we did yesterday. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. It's stuff. I'm 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 really bad at that. Um, Izzy Izzy's much better at it. that's that's part of a good thing about being, good, yeah being but one of the most one of the uh, kind of hardest things i think i've ever heard from another m- musician is they said to me i'm i'm not in this to be happy yeah and i thought oh my god like yeah that that i, I think i've probably thought about that every day and yeah. like because you know i'm you've got you've got to be in it for the right reasons of course but you know one of the reasons why it's so great doing it together is that you know, it's of course it's hard and it's tough and whatever, but it is, it, it makes us really happy. Yeah. It's like the best thing ever. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, it's so difficult. But at the end of the day, it's, oh my gosh, can you imagine like two years ago when we were writing in your bedroom and now we're actually doing it for a living and we're doing it together? That's amazing. And th- to think that a lot of people and a lot of successful people's mentality is, mm. um, I am not in this for my own personal happiness. Yeah. It's mad. And it is mad, yeah. Uh, I I can't obviously speak for musicians, but comedians, I've certainly met a lot of very successful comedians who you, you look at and you think, I wouldn't change my life. Mm. With your, they're not happy. No. They no. might be ma- making a lot of money on TV all the time, but they're not happy. Yeah. But I think that there's, that there's a lot of like really simple um, 
I don't know, kind of like things to always have in your life. And, you know, I uh, I know you, Tom, and yeah. I know that you really value your friendships yeah. and stuff like that, you know. We but that's really the only close. way I think you can, you know. Yeah. That's the only... I, I don't know, but the difference that I've seen from people who are successful and happy and mm. successful and unhappy is that they have the same people around them uh-huh. that they had before. Mm. And yeah. they haven't, like, completely changed yeah. their whole friendship group and they've sort of left their family they've sort of ditched everyone and become successful yeah well it's like but it's, every, yeah if you're right you you feet on the ground yeah. well and also we're not very cool as, as a couple <laughs> we're not we Excuse don't me? well I mean I, I I think you're very cool and I think I'm very cool but I in terms of like cool. I think you're Thanks, cool Tom. but cool, <laughs> but in yeah, terms yeah, of like you know yeah. we're not we're not what a lot of people would perceive as being cool and I think yeah. the moment you, it can be really easy to be like, okay, well, like maybe if I'm cool, then that could yeah, add yeah. to my success and stuff. But actually, you know, like my best mates and your best mates and your best mates, I'm sure, like, you know, they're all people who you were friends with when you were yeah, little. Course, yeah. And you still, with my best friend, we still play like tennis together and like mm. play Sims and. That- that you play Sims together. That may be a little make too far. And cookies. And, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it, I don't know. I think I, I, I think that if I ever tried to be cool, or, or when I have ever tried to be cool in my life, that has always kind of made me unhappy. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a great thing that, I think, I, I'm, this may be misquoting it, but I think Bono, he said something like, uh, if, you, if, you're, if you get to a stage and you're like, he was talking about his success in music. Mm. It's like if you get to a stage where you're regularly having dinner and everybody around the table works for you, <laughs> you probably become an arsehole. <laughs> and he said that he was giving advice to someone, and he said just make sure that you're not surrounded by people who like blow smoke up your arse the mm. whole time. Yeah, because that's how you become a prick. Yeah, absolutely. Having said that, though, a lot of the people that we've met along the way have become our really good mates. Yeah. But only, but not. Yeah, you don't have to like. No, but I, I think what what is really nice is when real friendships kind of arise from yeah. when you know because it's it's still such early days for us. But yeah. it's like you know the guy who um does our photography, Dan Harris, has become like an amazing friend of ours. Yeah. Or like the people who we play with. Or, you know, yeah, anyone who we've worked with or anyone who just, like, likes the music. Mm. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, but we're actually good mates. Let's go for a beer. Let's sack off whatever we're talking about and go and have a drink. A guy from um, Ardman made a music video for us. And um, he's one of, like, the nicest guys ever. And I'm like, oh, God, we're not going to... We're not going to see him for a while. We should go out for a beer yeah. with him and his wife. They showed us around the um, Ardman Studios last week. This uh, is in Bristol? Yeah. yeah. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really cool, it's isn't, sweet, it? isn't it? But actually, on the Shapley's tour, they, the Shapley's friends with them and they came to watch them. They took us to the studio. Oh, that's oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We looked yeah. around there the other day. We saw Wallace. And yeah, it's really cool. I, all the boys. There's like a, there's like a box of, of Wallace's mouths. <laughs> they like got like smiling or like all his teeth it was really I just it was found amazing. it it was like in the corner it was just a little box and it had yeah, loads yeah. of weird mouths like it's open open mouth closed mouth laughing mouth <laughs> whistling mouth <Amazing>. yeah. <laughs> it's so good yeah so what's what's sort of next for you guys yeah good lad um it's good s- yeah thank you it's see how I that Good interview. Kirsty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your next track? What's next? So we've been um, we've been recording a lot recently. We were recording in the pool studios in Elephant Castle. We've got five or six new tracks that yeah. are being mixed, um, and that's a, they'll they'll be out at some point. Soon. You've not got a date yet or anything? No, 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 no way. You've got a rough idea? or? Um, we know we'd like to get them out as soon as possible, but um, yeah. we know that, you know, that we just get really excited about it. But yeah. we, we need to put a proper plan around it and figure out the best thing to do with them, whether we release them together, whether they're singles, because nowadays, like, we, we just did an EP. We felt like we wanted to do another EP before we do an album. Yeah. So it's not quite an album, but we might just... Yeah, because of the way that Spotify works, and who knows what we do with them. It's all about the algorithms. We've got a lot of material that is going to be coming 
soon. Isn't there like a weird sort of thing with music where there's times of the year where it's best to put stuff out? Oh yeah. gosh, yeah. But like, like Mar- I mean, I heard I know this too. But March and October, I've heard them two times when people put albums out. Well, and and yeah. the, and the thing is, is that um we when we put out our last EP, we didn't really have a team. Or yeah. or when we started the process, we we didn't have a team. Yeah. And we were advised a lot, and we kind of just like, oh, for God's sake, let's just let's just do it. And like yeah. we. We brought out London's Blues, which is our um, most popular song, uh, on the 5th of January. <laughs> Everyone was like, do not put a song out in January. Like, don't. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, no, we, we, we've got this. It will be fine. And, yeah. and, it, and it did quite well, because I think it was a quiet time of year. So, And um, people, you know, in, in the cold January, people liked it. It was quite upbeat and yeah. um, interesting. So, so it, it kind of captured people's imagination. But yeah, that, there are times of the year to release things I think um, and it depends what song it is as well but like yeah um, for us these next tracks we're really proud of them you know yeah. it, it, it it feels like that step has been taken and, and I don't know I've, I've, I feel like oh my gosh that's that's that that's us and we yeah. made that like from from sitting and writing to to now having it there and we don't want to waste it you know you kind of have to make yeah, most yeah. of of all of your assets and 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 give them the best chance to, to kind of, yeah. work with people. It's nerve wracking now though because the last EP we recorded, actually in this kitchen where we are now. This is so the main in Stretton one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, this whole room was like drums and everything. One day be a museum. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a plaque outside. Archie's <laughs> phone. Maybe. <laughs> um, so That's cool, no, yeah. we was in here. We turned this whole place into a recording studio. Yeah. Um, how was your flatmate about that? Well, he wasn't was here most of the time. He was fine, <laughs> but the neighbours upstairs, they, they weren't very happy. They yeah. have now just moved out, and there's new neighbours that have moved in, and we haven't met them yet, so we, we, we're hoping that we, that uh, they don't hate us as much as the previous ones. <laughs> yeah. But um, and So, yeah, we, we did it on a real budget, and we produced it ourselves, and it's done... You know, We worked as hard as we possibly could on it, but it was really yeah. an experiment, and it's, and it's, it's done... Better than we could ever have imagined, actually. Yeah. Um, which is which is phenomenal, but that now means that the pressure is on for the next one because the next one, um, because of the last one, we've now got these facilities that are available to us that weren't available to us for the last one, mm-hmm. so we were able to do it in a, in an amazing recording studio. We were able to cho- to choose our favorite producer to work with to do to do it to do it and. Um, so the pressure's on. It needs to be better than the last one. Yeah. It needs to be a step up. And it's so it's a bit nerve-wracking, actually, that mm. for, for it to come out. It will, it will be. Yeah. Well, well, I've already heard some of them today. You, you did, did. You did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, guess, I guess it's like you doing a new show. It's, yeah. it's always that, oh, God, like, what? Yeah. What if we've got this wrong? Like, what mm. if we think, wow, we have created a masterpiece. Yeah. Everybody's going to love it. That's not what we think, and then, by the way. And then, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, think, thinking that you're on the right tracks and then all of a sudden yeah. everyone's like, oh, no, no, go back to playing London's Blues, you know. It's um, But I guess, scary. I don't know, but I guess if you love it, then... It yeah, yeah. You've kind of done everything you can, haven't you? That's it. That's yeah. what we've always aimed for, is that we, we set ourselves high standards and as you know we, we spend a lot of time discussing about yeah. the best ideas and stuff and we put and we push each other and what we always hoped is that if we are the ones that need to be happy with it yeah our, um you know it's not about whether our management is happy with it whether the radio plugger is happy with it blah 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 we have to be happy with it yeah and we believe that if we're happy with it it will be worth listening to yeah that's that's our sort of thought process but it, that doesn't mean we don't listen to feedback and stuff like that but we we're the ones that have to be happy with it because we're the ones that are then going to have to put our put our name on it and put it out yeah um so that's yeah, the most important yeah. thing for yeah. us it's 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 weird though because like um you know you think about these you know every song is like you know you're you're putting that out there and and you don't know whether people are gonna like it or not and there's still a long way to go, but a fair a fair few people have listened to our stuff. And yeah. it's kind of hard to believe, you know. Yeah. It's still it's really hard to believe that people are out there listening 
and uh, continuing to listen yeah, to the stuff. Yeah, it's something that was made in here. It's just but really that's, weird. I guess, like, if, you, if you feel like... Because I know I definitely feel sometimes like, oh, I'm not... I don't, underst- I don't understand why I'm being allowed to do these things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I'm good enough to be doing this. Yeah, but, yeah. But then you have to go, well, there's obviously a reason people are giving you... A, there's a, there was a reason people like it. and yeah. You know, I think I think it's it hard to know what that reason is, though. Not with you, because you, you, I, mean, like, you know, yeah, I don't know why the fuck you're getting those options. But no, obviously you're but you're, you're fantastic. You... But like for yourself, I know know exactly what what you mean. Yeah. Like why 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 do people like this? But then you kind of think. Well, I think I shouldn't overthink it because I'm obviously doing something that you know is working, working yeah. if yeah. I overthink it too much that maybe that'll change absolutely yeah. and and it you can't help but overthink it and and I think that that's kind of you just have kind of have to accept that you're going to do that like yeah and, and then when you step back you're like oh okay I've got a clear head yeah yeah but I don't know that's no, right. don't overthink it I'm sure it'll be very successful and we're we're gigging a lot in the meantime and um is there, a, is there a website where people can go and have a look? Yeah, yeah, com. You can uh, find all of our upcoming dates. You can listen to everything and you can get a T-shirt. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to go and get a T-shirt after this. <laughs> how much are the T-shirts? Uh, how much are they online? Um, you know, 15. 15. Okay. 10, 10, we'll get, 10, we'll 10 it's that, like, oh, great. It's extra, oh, extra large. That's the only one. People listening to this don't know, but I'm huge. <laughs> <laughs> and I that would be, that'd be really rude if you actually <laughs> were huge. You know, like, yeah, we got you. You know, you can we get that with, like, radio DJs and you, and you listen to them for ages and you see a picture of them and you're like... Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the first time I saw Kirsty Young, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I thought that about her as well. I thought she was really old for <laughs> some reason. Yeah, me like, too. Like, It's because of her voice. It's like, it's like honey. It's like... And her voice is so calming. It's so calming. Yeah. It puts me to sleep. And then all of a sudden you're like... I remember when... <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> when I was younger, I used to listen to... Uh, Horrid Henry on audiobook. Oh, I used to listen to that. So good. Yeah. And Miranda Richardson reads it. Yeah. And I had it in my head that she was some, like, <laughs> crazy lady because she was so good at all the accents. Yeah. And I kind of had it in my head as being, yeah, this kind of, like, maybe fat, old... <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and then she's, like, this, like, gorgeous actress. I know. And you're like, oh, God, no, really? Know. That's you? It's, it, it fucks with your head sometimes if you've had an imagination. Like, if you have an imagination, you hear a band... Yeah. And you imagine what they look like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, you don't get this as much anymore because uh, online, but like, um, I used to listen to Pink Floyd. I had no fucking idea what they looked like. Yeah. Just because you just look at the album cover yeah. and you listen to it and you like it. And then you see a picture of Dave Gilmore or something, especially especially when you see him now and he's like bald. I know. Like, bald old bloke. And you're going, <laughs> fucking hell, what? Dunno, I didn't expect that. Oh, I always speak that about Van Morrison. When you listen to him, he sounds like this really cool. Like, you can imagine like in the corner of a pub, like really like twenty five year old, really cool. Yeah. Like guy like chatting up all the girls in between songs. And yeah. then you see him, he's like a complete opposite, like <laughs> yeah. miserable old man. Don't ever judge a book. Exactly. Anyway, thank you a lot, Mike, for coming on. Thank thanks you so much. Thanks for coming round, man. It's been really good chatting to you. There we go, Ferris and Sylvester. Um, please, if you're listening, uh, do yourself a favour and go right now to check out their music. It's brilliant and it's attracting a lot of attention at the moment. So uh, I can't recommend it enough. Um, as always, thanks to the people who help with the podcast. Joel Grove for the producing, uh, Will Shahada for the editing and my manager Rick Hughes for help. Uh, we'll be back next week with another guest and another podcast. Keep listening, keep subscribing, and thank you.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.